Hello everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of podcast series of Humans of Mediterranean. Today we have Monavi Bhuya with us. Hello ba, how are you doing? Hi. Hi. I'm doing great. Thank you. I hope you are doing great as well. Yes. Considering the situation. Yeah. <laughs> so, let me introduce Monavi Bhuya. She is the founder founding leader of UNI Guwahati chapter. She was also the keynote speaker at HPIRX and its delegate talk series at the Harvard College Project for Asian and International Relations Asia Conference 2017 that was held in Sydney, Australia. And most importantly, she is an engineering officer at Indian Oil. So, Monavi Bhuya, on behalf of Humans of Mitigate, I would like to welcome you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Abhishek. And like, I'm so humbled to be a part of this whole um, initiative that you guys have taken. You know, I don't know if I've done enough, you know, to be like eligible enough, you know, uh, to talk about my experience. But yeah, I'm humbled and I'm honored to be here with you. It's our pleasure, Monaviwa. You being here. Thank you. So. Uh, <clears throat> for the viewers uh, i'll just say that i'll be using the word ba so in assamese that ba means it's a address to an elder sister so don't get confused with that word but ba means so ba is just a letter to address an elder sister so ba straight diving yeah. i just yeah put forward the first question like tell us more about yourself and when and how you just thought of starting with you and i right Uh, yeah that is a question that always gets me startled you know like tell us tell me more about yourself yeah but you know uh, just to put it very briefly well you already know my name and yeah my day job is as you know i work as an officer with an oil company but besides that i am someone who always have had an interest in um you know in research pertaining to sustainable manufacturing and that is something that i spent quite a lot of my time you know learning not working but la- rather learning and kind of exploring that whole field while i was doing still doing my engineering so there's that and besides that i am someone who just loves to talk like people who know me would probably agree with me like yeah you know i jump at the opportunity but yeah jokes aside it just means that i'm someone who like to express my views and my opinions about things um irrespective of the subject matter you know unfiltered and unabashed so that is something that you know that i guess kind of inherently comes with me so there's that so uh thanks to this uh you know proclivity of mind i've uh, been able to represent my college you know in a number of of uh, uh, national and regional debating competitions as well as in a couple of you know uh, conferences as well so there's that and what else yeah i i'd like to think that i'm a very good cook i don't know like i think i'm a good cook so yeah so i don't have like hobbies per se uh, like i i cannot sing i cannot dance the only thing that i can do is like talk and bluff people that 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 i'm confident about but yeah so that's about it and now coming to your second question about how you know this whole journey with you and i started 
um before that i just like to give you know maybe the viewers a little bit of a premise you know about what uni is so uni is a volunteer based organization that deals with teaching um underprivileged children mostly underprivileged children so uh it's based out of bangalore and now we have 22 if i'm not wrong operating cities around the country yeah so that's the you know basis of uni and when it happened it was probably one of the most impetuous and yet one of the most important decisions that i have you know taken in my life so uh it was uh, i think when i was in my third year i guess maybe in my sixth semester or something and i wasn't going through a very good time in my life like i i i had to face kind of a lot of criticism i'll not delve much into that part but i had to face a lot of criticism from people i knew you know from people from my own college and stuff about something you know because i felt that my opinion wasn't valued and it's not just that i felt disrespected but i also felt that there was a lack of you know empathy and compassion among people right because i stood up for something i i i i spoke up against something that was going wrong in the in the campus uh but you know but instead i was met with criticism from a lot of people and that disheartened me and that disappointed me and also there was a lot of you know repressed and seething anger inside of me and i didn't know what to do with it i just wanted to divert that to some place right so you know one fine day i was just going through facebook and a friend of mine a very good friend of mine he, i saw that he posted something on this organization on uni on behalf of another friend of his who was probably or maybe she still is volunteering with uni and then i just clicked you know it was it, it was more like a clickbait thing i clicked on it and then i you know when i i went through their page and i thought that yeah this is pretty impressive and i took like a couple of days to kind of research you know about what they did and i was mighty impressed like the kind of impact that they had you know and uh, it was it was very impressive but at the back of my head i was always the thought was that i just was looking for a place where i could divert my anger or rather i wanted to believe that you know there was a place somewhere where my opinions and my values are not just respected but you know they are uh, reverted back with compassion and with empathy you know i i wanted to believe that there was a place where i could be loved and i could be you know cherished for whoever i was no judgment whatsoever so i just wanted to believe that and i also wanted to you know somewhere deep down impart the values or the things that matter most to me to someone else and what better way to do that than for you know uh, underprivileged kids who you know who i you know it, it it caught me with the realization that how much i have and how much they didn't have although that realization it came much later but initially this is what happened you know there was a lot of repressed anger and i was just looking for a safe place somewhere right to divert my attention so i went to their page and until then that that time there was no scene of uni or any such educational ngo to my knowledge to my limited knowledge working or functioning in guwahati or rather in northeast right so i went to their page and there was this tab called apply for a new city so that is where you apply for a you know new center so i clicked on it and there was this big application form where you had to you know fill in some essay type questions and i was in a very vulnerable and emotional state of mind so i poured my heart out i spoke of all that you know 
injustice that I think I faced, not I think, I know I faced, or you know, that lack of empathy and compassion and all that anger that was inside me. So I was very honest about what I felt. And then, you know, everything was done with. And I think six to seven months back when I was in my final year and I was already placed. I, I mean, you know, I was already placed. And then this uh, person um, called Kartik, so he's a manager at UNI. So he calls me up and he asks me like, you know, so you applied for UNI, so are you still interested? So for a moment, I, I was confused, like what is he talking about, right? But then I took some time to kind of, you know, uh, go back to that experience. And then I remembered that, yeah, I, I, I did, you know, um, apply for this and I did wait for the response for a long time but then I also forgot about it naturally uh, but then I was a little confused because I was in my final year and I told him that you know uh, I don't know where I will be after this I don't know if I'll still be in Guwahati so I don't know if I can make that commitment you know but he said that you know you're here for at least six months and we need that you know groundwork to be done you know, to find a, a suitable shelter, a center, center as in a shelter home with which UNI has, you know, makes like a contract or an MOU and we go to those shelter homes or orphanages or maybe government schools and we voluntarily teach their children. So that is, you know, what UNI does, you know, over and all, very, very briefly. Uh, so I said, yeah, okay, uh, I mean, let's do it. Like, what is it that I have to do? So he said, you have to find some like-minded people. Uh, then I, that kind of got me thinking like where do I find such people and then this one person came to my mind and her name is Anisha, Anisha Mahanta but we weren't very close okay I just knew her uh, because you know we used to go to the same debating competitions and we used to like maybe you know say a hi or hello and I knew that she was someone who was passionate with social work because I see that on her you know um, social media and everything uh, but I don't know whenever I'd speak to her we would always struck a chord like I, I, I could connect to her you know on a personal level although we weren't that close right out of hundreds of people I knew from college from school or whatever she was the person who came to my mind and I texted her like hey there's this thing I'll call you and I so you can research about it and take your time and get back to me if you want to be a part of that and later I came to know that she herself was going through a rough patch at that point of time so she maybe also was looking for some kind of diversion I don't know I cannot speak for her but finally she said yes so I was like great cool then Kartik said it yeah you know you need like a couple of more people so we started post sharing stories and everything then a junior of mine Namami got them um, so she said that you know she was very much interested there were a lot of people who were like interested so to speak but then they, later they just you know they walked away but she was one, one of those people who was like consistent she kept calling me and you know she wanted to know about all the details and I shared everything with her she applied and then she came in the team and then there's this another guy a very good friend of uh, my Nihal who also I came to know through all those debating and Anisha was the one who got him into the team and then there's this beautiful person named Surya uh, so he's uh, you know a law student all the way from Bangalore so he was like you know the so-called outsider but not anymore at all yeah so I'm just mighty impressed by the way that he completely blends in with everyone and I think that's the beauty of our you know culture like everyone you know we come from different places with different backgrounds and yet we kind of sort of all blended together so he came to know about it um, there itself in Bangalore but since he was a student in Guwahati 
so he didn't know how to be a part of that but he got this information that we are also starting a chapter in guwahati and then he came um to the team as well so there was like five of us so what we call the founding team or the founding leaders it wasn't just me but the five of us uh, together and we started the groundwork there were a lot of hardships and you know, a lot of challenges but finally we started with our first center which is in guwahati itself i'm sorry i cannot reveal the name of the center right now because there are some policies that the organization has to follow but yeah so it's an all girls center and there set of beautiful beautiful children i mean you just melt your heart i mean i mean that's the whole reason we are here right yeah so we started with that center then we started with a first set of volunteers and then like they say the rest they say is history right so today we have three centers in guwahati with more than um i think at least uh, uh, i i'm not sure about the number but you know at least more than 60 to 80 volunteers so we have a big yeah we have a big you know over two years i think we have you know reached that milestone where we are you know giving whatever we can for these children so yeah that is how i started with you and i wow wow yeah. wow just like you just channelized your anger to this thing and you just made it yeah. something beautiful like yeah it, yeah it's, i mean <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's yeah. it's making many of the children's underprivileged children like mm-hmm. worth it like mm-hmm. so yeah, that's great that's great so Thank uh ba so uh, tell us more about you and i like it's a description yeah. that you gave that it is a yeah. underprivileged student yeah. working section so give uh-huh. us more insight about that yeah sure So delving into that so you and I like I said it is an NGO based out of Bangalore right and they actually have two sections one is you and I teach of which we are I mean I am a part of another one is you and I care So you and I teach del deals with you know underprivileged children as well as women and so we have these um you know MOUs with the shelter homes where we go and you know we recruit volunteers i mean i am also technically a volunteer but there are a set of people called as the leaders okay so who act as like the bridge between the volunteers and the managerial team out there in bangalore right so we act as that bridge okay so they yeah so we train the volunteers uh about certain policies that they need to follow and also about the curriculum so it's not just like teaching for the sake of teaching so it is a very well structured streamlined process that we follow so based on the level there are pre assessments um uh, you know for the kids and based on the levels you know they are assigned into different groups and based on that bangalore team i mean the head office they send over books and other resources for our kids so we also have tuition which guwahati has just entered you know into so we are venturing that out as well where we you know guy i know we help them we assist them with the school curriculum as well but so far as the uni curriculum is concerned this is different from the school curriculum we mostly deal with uh, spoken and written english because these kids uh, you know uh, i'll i'll be very like you know blatant about this but they go to government medium schools and they don't get that one on one interaction right with the teachers okay yes. and unlike us the privileged lot they don't have like personal tutors and they are most 
most of them are like first generation learners you know so they cannot get that assistance from their parents or their or from their you know primary caregivers either right so this is where uni steps in we try to give them that one and on interaction with the volunteers so we have a one is to three policy that is one teacher can teach at max three students so it's not like a you know you know in school even in school i think all of us must have faced it it where the teacher puts his con- his or her concentration on just a few bunch of people who sit on the first bench right i faced that personally and that made me feel very bad about it right yeah. but still you know i had that support system somewhere down the line you know i had my mom or i had people to whom i could reach out to i had the monetary support as well these kids they don't so that is where you know they come in so we have this one is to three ratio so irrespective of whether it's tuition or normal english curriculum so there's uni teach and then there's uni care so i won't be able to give you much detail about uni care since i'm not, not personally you know involved with that but uni care in short uh, deals with you know um, say mentally challenged people or abandoned um, adults and young adults as well and they have a lot of vocational training and you know uh, even like uh, therapy as well so they provide that uh, sort of services for free of cost to these uh, people as well and they also you know meet up with these people to give them that feeling of society which they are mostly deprived of but then again like i said i can only give you of a more detailed and i mean kind of description about what you and i teach does that is what we are doing here so yeah so that is in brief about uni so you can always check out their website you just need to google uni it's just u and that is the and symbol and i yeah you can just go to their page and you'll find all the things out there if you are i mean if any of you are interested so like ba uh, we have volunteers we get volunteers like we are privileged mm-hmm. we know this uh, yeah. this opportunity you can dwell yeah, into yeah, yeah. Yeah. but uh, but the underprivileged students they aren't aware about this right yeah. so how do you get that students into this mm. uni That's yeah funny. so thing is how it functions is that uh so we had you know when we started off we had a you know hard time finding the right shelter home or the right center for us okay but thankfully anesha she had this contact because she had worked with those children those little girls before right so uh so i think the challenge is not just to find the shelter home that's the easy part the challenge is to get those children to actually sit down and make them understand about what it is that we are trying to do because these children they come from different types of background some of them might have economic problems some of them might be even rescued kids some of them might be orphans right so they first of all they are they seem to be at a loss like you know what is it that's happening but eventually they come around but then there is like you know uh, then you know they kind of start forming this very intimate bond with the volunteers which is very beautiful by the way but at the end of the day the hardest part is to make them realize that this is not something that's going to last forever i mean at the end of the day we are volunteers will come in will go out and then another set of volunteers are there but these children they are always longing for that affection you know more than anything more than studies or anything else they are always longing for that affection and that love and that care okay which they missed out on for you know most of their life so far so it's very hard to get them around that fact 
right and uh, fortunately for us so far as you know finding that set of volunteers it has been comparatively easier for us like it has been a pleasant surprise because we found that guwahati has a very woke crowd you know so it was easier for us to like get in touch initially it was a little difficult but we're glad that you know the word is around and more people are aware of the kind of stuff that we are doing but it's a little bit difficult when you have to deal with these um, children you know because you have to face it they are not from a similar background that we are from right yeah. Uh, also yeah adding on to that uh, even you know when it comes to the children uh, we practice something called the uh, you know child enrichment program so meaning that we are not just involved with you know just teaching them what english or teaching them what they are supposed to teach in their books but we are also you know concerned with their like holistic development so we have a whole formulated program where we you know maybe uh, we have programs related to mental health we have programs related to counseling you know because uh, where they would need that additional support that additional underpinning if you may you know so we have that in place as well to kind of help those children especially after they come out of those shelter homes because after they 18 they are going to come out you know they are going to have to face the real world so we kind of want them to be are uh, prepared for that so i think that holistic development is also very important so yeah i just wanted to add to that yeah that's perfect like yeah. education give can give you that uh, knowledge about like being a theoretical but you yeah. also should have that practical experience like this exactly. indian this indian education lacks behind this practical education practical education. i agree i couldn't agree more like uh, this new education policy might bring something good but still now yeah it's bad for us so uh, like a uh, monaviba if uh, someone yeah. wants to start with this uni like what's the structure uh-huh. of volunteering and how should one get with that yeah. if someone wants to join the mission right great so uh, you know first of all you need to go to the site of course and it is a very you know uh, succinct site so you get all the information but um, if you want to volunteer for a city that's that's already in place you know uh, then you just need to go to the link and you need to apply as a volunteer but you can also um, you know apply as a leader like if you don't want to directly teach but you want to take in more of those managerial roles so if you think that you know it depends on what you want right uh, like if you think that uh, like personally for me i think i'm a better manager than i'm a teacher okay so yeah especially now after i'm you know with, with all my you know day job and everything so i think this role like fits my bill so it depends like what you want you want to be a leader like sort of you know managing things or do you want to directly teach children right so you can go there but irrespective of that there is a certain commitment that you have to you know keep in mind about so a volunteer needs to devote 2.5 hours of their week for the children okay mostly that is weekends mostly for most of the centers in most of the cities it's weekends uh, it depends now it might be different from uh, for different cities but it's mostly on the weekends so 2.5 hours on the weekend might not sound like that big of a big deal but then uh, i i i would be lying if i said said that it was easier it, it was easy okay because it's not no. because you have to 
like I said, it's not just you come in and you like teach them a chapter and then go back home. No, there like there's a whole systematic process that you need to follow, and you need to have this commitment for nine months. That is for one academic year. So in short, it's two point five hours for nine months. So if you think that you will be able to give that um, commitment uh, for this course. Then you would like you know you should definitely apply and you'd fit the uh, fit the bill perfectly. So yeah, two point five hours a week and nine months in short. It's great, like yeah, yeah, and, it's yeah, and also yeah, it's it's enough. And also, if you want to start a new city, maybe you know if you want, uh, then definitely you know you can you can also get in touch with I don't know like uh, you can get in touch with me personally as well if you have my details. If you want to share those details, or else you can just go to their page and you can just apply for a new city, just like I did, maybe. So yeah, you can do that as well. But there are already twenty-three cities in place, twenty-two, sorry, as per the site, and there are new cities being added. You know, uh, so yeah, so we you know, we're growing as an organization. There's a big pool of volunteers, so you know, yeah. So that's about it. That's good. Like I, yeah. I personally believe that. Uh, A teacher teaching a bunch of students, uh, like uh, you get a less attention. Like we, as a students, we used to feel that mm-hmm. yeah, if if, exactly. if we get a personal attention, we can do much better in that yeah. field. Like here, definitely. Here, the volunteer itself and youngster and teaching another youngster mm-hmm. would be more connecting. Exactly, thing. exactly, exactly, and that's what I said, right? Like uh, kids, also the volunteers, you know, they, uh, you know. They build this connection and they build this bond, and it's so beautiful to watch. I mean, I cannot like express that with words right now. You'll have to be there to see. But there, would, you'd find a number of times when you know the children and the teachers would be crying and laughing with each other, and it's it's beautiful. You know, like I said, initially it was some kind of anger. You know, I wanted to divert my anger into something else. But then eventually, I realized that. You know what UNI is to me. It's not just an organization. You know, it's a place where I have met some of the most wonderful people. You know, those are some of the people with whom I am the closest with right now. And although it's been like what hardly two years that I've known them, but you know, I'm I'm very close to you know um, many of them. And the children. Oh my God. I mean, I I was to be I I used to be someone who didn't like children so much. I'd be like, eh, children. You know, like I I used to stay away from children. I don't know. Like for some reason, but these girls and even these boys, we have both. We teach both boys and girls. The center where I work for, we just teach girls. But there are two other centers where those are all boys shelter homes. So yeah, so I mean, you know, they just they melt your heart. And at the end of the day, when you meet them, when you see them, you realize the kind of privilege that you have. You know, that realization that strikes you. And if 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 you have the ability to give something to someone, if you know that you have the ability, be it through money, your time, or energy, or whatever, I don't think there should be anything in the world to stop you from doing that. Yeah, that's yeah. that's true. That's totally true. So, like, Ma, yeah. uh, is there any incident with you, like, uh, you really felt that, like, we are the much privileged on any note, like, it's beyond monetary. Or it's been education, like any incident that happened with you, like you yeah, felt that uh, yeah, we are much yeah. more privileged. 
definitely i think it has happened more than once like i cannot like you know um, like pick one Pinpoint. incident out of the yeah fish bowl but you know uh, it has happened a lot of times because we see you know when we go to the centers and we see vol- uh, not volunteers sorry kids telling us like it might it, it, it i think it's a collective experience for all the volunteers and not just for me and you know uh, they'd say that okay you know your watch is so nice and you're wearing such a nice dress and you'd see that i don't know how to put it there's just yearning in their eyes you know like okay you know ma'am or you know baido baido as in appa as you said you know you know they have these things that we don't and they are smart enough to not be so blatant about it but at the end of the day they're just kids and we see that right we see that and 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 we see how excited they get when you know we go into the centers and you know whenever especially yeah whenever there's any kind of celebration like especially celebrations that kind of especially uh, celebrate relationships like maybe mothers day or fathers day or raksha bandhan okay or uh, teachers day is okay it's still fine so even during raksha bandhan they'd make these you know handmade rakhis for all the um, teachers irrespective of whether they are a male teacher or a female teacher and they'd make these cards for them and they'd say things like you know i've never had a brother or i've never had a sister but you are like a brother to me you are like a sister to me and to the point where they send you know they uh, give them mothers day cards and i mean it it would bring all of us to tears so there was this one kid you know she she said that she lost her mother you know when she was very young and but she said that you know she wrote that she uh, you know made that card for her volunteer for a teacher and she said that you know you are like a mother to me now that i don't have a mother you are like a mother to me so that even even having a mother is a privilege for us yes you know even having parents is a privilege for us and it's not for them but you know it brought all of us into tears but then what hit me most is that this volunteer she's not going to be here forever at one point she did leave uh, later because she had other commitments of course but you know that really hit me that she is not going to be here you know forever right and then this kid she sees her as she has put her to that pedestal on that pedestal you know where she sees her as a mother figure so even having a mother having parents is a privilege and also personally you know i've i've uh, i've always felt before i joined you and i that you know i'd always sulk like you know why did this happen to me you know uh, i mean i too had a rough childhood growing up i won't delve much into that but yeah i had a rough childhood i had to deal with certain things and uh, i'd always tell myself that why why me god why me why me like you know what what might have i done so wrong that i'd have to go through all these experiences right but when i go to that center i'm not belittling my own experiences but i'm humbled i'm rather humbled and you know and i realized that it is not fair you know for me to compare my experience with someone else's right and at the same time i i more and more i'm realize i realized that the kind of privilege i had and the kind of tools and resources i had to go through those hard times these kids they don't right so yeah so that's i guess i hope that answers your question more or less yeah yeah so sure, like yeah we we don't cherish whatever we have behind like we always want oh. for more and it's it's a human nature but we should always mm. look down like 
we are much more privileged we even have electricity at our home but many are there yeah. who are still reading on studying beside candle so right. we just forget ourselves sometimes so we should cherish every time so like ba <coughs> you being uh, indoors in corporate world so yeah. how how do you manage this all stuff being in a corporate lady and again back to this social yeah. thing so how uh, do you manage all this yeah it, it wasn't very easy initially to be honest and i even had to be intervened by my team about this like hey you know uh, do you want to do this i mean they weren't rude at all but just yeah. saying uh, so i mean they asked me like you know with all due respect towards me they asked me like will you be able to like handle this because we're seeing that you know you're not able to maintain or you're not able to kind of manage right but at the end of the day it really comes down to what you prioritize like yeah. what you think is important for you right and yeah. once you are convinced once you are able to convince yourself that this this thing is important to you and especially if you are able to convince and if you are to you know if you are able to kind of believe that this thing that you're doing it adds value to your own life first of all and yeah. then i think the rest of the things it it you know it gets easier then you know once you have that confidence at the back of your mind then you can plan things out accordingly right so i think first of all you need to convince yourself you not just convince but to have that self assurance like yeah whatever i'm doing is worth my time and energy and it is adding value to my life and it is adding value to someone else's um, life as well so i think that's very important and the rest of it it it, it becomes easier but again i i'm also lucky because since um, uh, you know i i have a 5 day uh, working period so i don't have to work like 7 days a week or 6 days a week unlike some of my other coworkers who work you know who are placed in different other locations they have to be you know at the location almost like you know 6 to uh, almost 6 days a week and sometimes 7 days a week they have night shifts and stuff i don't have that yet so i'm lucky that you know in that way that i'm placed in such a location which allow gives me that kind of the free free time so called free time um you know where i can which i can invest you know with this organization and you know i can invest with on this kids so yeah like it's it's like awesome like you answered in that perfect manner like you should convince yourself first yeah and it begins yeah. with ourselves yeah, exactly it does it does So like uh, we are we went through a pandemic right now. So uh, yeah. what was the effect of this pandemic on speech uh, to the volunteers as well as mm-hmm. especially to the children who were like they yeah. were totally devastated right they don't have any technology Oh definitely technology mm-hmm. like uh, they can gain anything through online classes so how yeah. this happened and how you yeah. manage all this about that yeah about that so initially when um, you know the first lockdown started so one of our leaders so she's actually an ex leader her name is simran uh, you know and she uh, also volunteered in the same center where i did uh, where i am currently volunteering so she said you know we should do something for our kids we didn't uh, really think about online classes and all that stuff because we didn't know how this whole covid the pandemic situation was going to you know 
uh, work out or you know what how, what were the ramifications of this you know whole ordeal so we didn't we didn't have any idea where things were going we thought that yeah maybe you know like give it one month or two months and we'll be done it, right none of us did so she thought that you know the kids are there alone stuck and um so maybe we should do something for them like maybe we should we could like send them some educational videos or fun videos and stuff like that and our volunteers are like i mean i'm i'm so glad that we have this wonderful set of volunteers who are always very enthusiastic and you know uh they sync so well not just with the leaders but as well as with the kids so they are all you know uh you know whenever we have to like summon them to do something i mean they are always on board so they'd make these amazing videos uh for the kids but then simran thought that you know what why don't we turn it into something like the quarantine classes right so we said that yeah sure we should do that uh but we had some difficulties difficulties as in you know technological difficulties because they uh, the center they didn't have like you know a good a good inter- internet connection and they didn't ha- they just had like maybe one phone that to the phone was of the caretaker Okay, the kids aren't obviously allowed to have phones, but uh, they also had like online classes going. Um, you know, so far as their school curriculum was concerned as well. So there were like a, around twenty-five. We teach around twenty-five kids in that center. The twenty-five kids and one phone. So it was difficult. So then we arranged a phone, we arranged a SIM card, and all that stuff, and we started sending in videos. All the volunteers would make the videos, like thirty, forty-five minutes per video, and then they'd send them over. They'd watch them, and we'd take feedback from them. And then later, um, this became like a national thing. So um, you know, the entire like you know, UNI, I mean, all these cities, they decided to um, you know start online classes. And right now. our online classes are more systematic so we have yeah and also but uh, for guwahati especially it was a challenge because uh, we are, we have started with like i said you know right in the beginning that we have started with tuitions as well and so for tuitions since they study in vernacular both the boys and the girls they study in vernacular medium schools so we needed someone who had that um, you know command over assamese language because they mostly go to assamese medium schools right so that was a challenge for us to find that set of volunteers okay but like i said guwahati always surprises me pleasantly i don't know so we had this beautiful we have this beautiful bunch of teachers so a group of these uh, volunteers they teach english as in uni english and the other group of volunteers they teach um, the math science social studies yeah and also their school english as well so it's been a challenge but you know i'm great that we have a lot of support from the national team as well from the head office as well so you know we have uh, so we have the necessary technology now so we have like 3 to 4 uh, cell phones i know and a couple of laptops which some very benevolent people donated for our kids yeah so we had a campaign actually we called it donate a device campaign so where you could donate or land your devices for this you know period of time so uh, you know now we are more or less settled so um, there are challenges there like technical and network issues but yeah i mean we we could accomplish that over a very short period of time you know with a lot of planning and everything so yeah i mean pandemic couldn't really get to us i guess yeah we i mean yeah it really couldn't get to us so much because at the end of the day you know we don't want our kids to suffer we don't want yeah. our kids to like miss out on things right 
so that was our that was the whole motive behind this so we worked on it and yeah now more for the most part we are i mean we are set, settled so yeah classes are going on and uh, volunteers are sending in videos we are also doing live classes over zoom and yeah so it's 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 going well i'd say like just a single line for this like where there's a will yeah. there's a way always yeah i know i know i know <laughs> just yeah. Yeah. just you have to act on that and yeah that's great and, and yeah go on go on and i i just congratulate you that you said that this pandemic really didn't get this you and i foundation and yeah. just congratulate on this thank you so much and i think it's also because we have such a relentless team you know no a team of volunteers and all of us we come from different places like i said some of us work you know some of us are still going to college i mean you know we're still in college uh, but irrespective of our backgrounds or you know of our education backgrounds or of our you know family backgrounds or whatever you know we come together and form this i think this beautiful um you know this beautiful kind of i don't know how to put it uh, but we're this beautiful group together you know who just work for some reason we just work so well with each other in spite of all the deliberations and the debates and everything at the end of the day we know that we have our backs for each other you know and that we are there to help and support each other not just in terms of you and i but also in our personal lives as well so i think that also matters you know to have such a supportive and a healthy team uh by your side so yeah Yeah, it's 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 mandatory to have someone's back Definitely. when you are working with this like huge organization. Mm-hmm. That's great. So mo- moving to end of this session, ba, yeah. I just I like I would like to ask you like few tips on how we should use our time judiciously and how sh- by making our time effective also and also if making effective for the others. Like you said, like two point five hours a week. It just it just not uh, makes like. you go and teach your kids right yeah kids, exactly right? but yeah. you also gonna Both learn things. something yeah. you gonna also exactly. learn something mm-hmm. so like any tips on that uh well first of all i'm going to be very honest i'm 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 probably the worst person to be giving out tips on how to spend your time judiciously because <laughs> i am one of the biggest procrastinators that i know okay <laughs> uh so that's there but uh, jokes apart like i said i'll again go back to that point where i said ki you need to first of all convince yourself that you want to do this for real okay you need to understand that you're not doing this for the sake of doing it you're not doing this to kind of make your resume look good no you are yeah you're doing it because it adds value to your life first of all and uh, once you are sure of that commitment once you're sure sure that this is a cause to which i am willing to give my time and my energy to right then uh, the rest of the planning it becomes easier and again like i said it also benefits you if you have like a good supportive team by your side right who understands your needs okay and who understands your priorities and who is willing to kind of uh, is wish willing to be flexible and you know and to uh, uh, you know kind of amend themselves to your needs and you should be also flexible enough to amend yourself to their needs so there has to be that support system with you so far as the team is concerned i'm lucky that way 
but then again yeah first of all you need I, i mean i was very confused for a while especially after i started working like you know should i be doing this like you know i have other plans for myself as well not just with work but you know for my uh, future career and all this stuff so i was like will i be able to manage and all that uh but then i realized that no i mean i have the privilege to spend my time and my abilities or you know whatever my skills you know uh, which i can utilize for this kids who suddenly have less than i do then i should i i should so that so once i was convinced about that it became easier for me to plan my week out so i'd always like uh, you know i'd always mark things on my calendar like okay these are the things that i need to do today and i prioritize them okay so this is work then maybe you and i and then my whatever my personal obligations or my other priorities are so and i i'm it's not like i always stick to the, that list but it helps you know it's like almost like a checklist like yeah okay these are the things that i need to get done but like i said uh first you need to be sure that you you are committed to the cause okay yeah so that's all i guess i'd have to say about giving off tips <laughs> that was yeah. amazing that was amazing like let one of them work like one of the tips would work like it would be our mission would be successful like if one of the tip works for everybody that, i hope that's, so <laughs> yeah i hope that's so a, that's a successful mission for us so yeah, it was really nice that. It was really nice talking to you, Ba. Thanks for joining with us. It was amazing. It was amazing. Thank you so much for having me, to you and to your entire team. So again, I'm really humbled and I'm glad that I could share my experience and that I could represent this organization. You know, it's a big yeah. organization. I'm only a small part of it. So, but I could. I'm glad that I could kind of bring forward our story, and yeah. hopefully, you know, it would. probably i don't know um instigates some people to maybe volunteer or if there are people looking for you know such opportunities so they could definitely check out their web page and do what they think needs to be done so yeah thank you so much thank you ma for joining us to all the viewers stay tuned we'll be back with yet another ep- episode till then stay safe and stay healthy bye 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 Bye. I leave the meeting now or Yeah, you can I can leave. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye. Thank you.